Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. In today's Daily, a big fine for Grand Canyon University, school grades come out, and rapid bus transit comes to Tucson. At the top of today's news, Grand Canyon University is being fined nearly $38 million by the U.S. Department of Education for misrepresenting the costs of its doctoral programs. Hannah Cree has more on that. The Office of Federal Student Aid found that the private for-profit university falsely advertised a lower cost of its doctoral programs to over 7,500 students. Their investigation found that as far back as 2017, fewer than 2% of graduates completed their degree for the advertised price, and that 78% of students had to pay between $10,000 and $12,000 more in unexpected tuition. In a statement, GCU denied the findings and claimed the investigation was further evidence of a coordinated attack on the largest Christian university in the country by the federal government. Arizona State Senate and House Republicans recently sided with the university and called for what they said were targeted actions to stop. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. The Arizona Department of Education has released its annual report card for schools throughout the state. There was only one school in southern Arizona that got an F. That was Tucson Preparatory Academy. It's an alternative school that works with at-risk students. The Department of Education uses a number of factors, including proficiency in math, science, and language arts, as well as graduation rates, to determine the grades for schools. You can visit our website, azpm.org, to search schools throughout the state. The Helios Education Foundation has awarded a $1.5 million grant to Read Better, Be Better to expand its Arizona after-school literacy programs and build a pipeline for future teachers. Duncan Moon has the story. Read Better, Be Better provides 10-week one-on-one core reading support of second through fourth grade students as well as those in middle and high school. The program is designed to help younger students become better readers, while older students also improve their leadership skills with an eye on attracting them to the teaching profession. The grant will allow the organization to expand its work to kindergarten and first grade students in selected schools. State data shows just 41% of Arizona third grade students scored proficient or highly proficient on the AZM2 English Language Arts Assessment, The rate was even lower for low-income and Latino students. I'm Duncan Moon, AZPM News. A Tucson man was arrested last week on federal charges of allegedly threatening to shoot staff and patients at two area hospitals. Authorities say he's also accused of threatening to put pipe bombs on school buses in Indianapolis and allegedly threatening to rape and murder a female employee of the Bloomington, Indiana Police Department. Danielle Kamara has that story. A complaint in the case says 28-year-old Amir Safavi Farakai called the Tucson ER hospital on October 21st and threatened to shoot hospital staff and patients. And that on October 22nd and 23rd, he made similar threats to Northwest Hospital in Tucson. As well, court documents say he called the Indianapolis Police Department and told them they should send officers to a specific location in the Castleton area because he planned to place pipe bombs on school buses and shoot any responding police officers. 
He is also charged with making an interstate threat for allegedly calling the Indiana Police Department employee from an Arizona number and threatening her, saying he would wait outside for her at the end of her shift. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. The city of Tucson wants to hear public comment on two proposed locations for the city's first bus rapid transit line. Hannah Cree has more. The five-mile bus line will connect the transit center near Tucson Mall with downtown Tucson on either Stone Avenue or Oracle Road. Tucson is asking the public for feedback on the two locations for the north section through the end of November. It is the first segment in a larger 15-mile transit corridor that will eventually reach the Tucson airport. The city of Tucson says that certain traffic priorities will ensure the bus rapid transit line is 25% faster than regular bus systems and will be able to transport up to 150 passengers every 10 minutes. It is expected to open in the next three to seven years. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. Arizona's first green bank has arrived with the launch of Groundswell Capital in Tucson, a nonprofit financial institution. Summer Hom explains. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, green banks can be nonprofit, public, or quasi-public financing entities that can provide services such as credit enhancements and investments into clean energy projects. Interim Director of Groundswell Capital Danny Kirk says that green banks are like regular banks, but are more mission-driven. Their mission being to uh, deploy capital to help incentivize uh, the creation around the clean energy market more so than the profits that a normal bank um, would seek to maximize. According to the EPA, in 2021, there were 21 total green banks across the U.S. I'm Samar Ham, AZPM News. Finally today, the University of Arizona is being recognized as one of the top schools in the country for Fulbright Scholars. Carly Siegel reports. The University of Arizona was recognized as a Fulbright Hispanic Serving Institute leader for the third year in a row. The Department of State's Borough of Educational and Cultural Affairs made the announcement yesterday. UA is one of the 21 HSIs in Arizona. An HSI is considered any higher education institute that is at least 25% Hispanic. UA officials said ensuring students have opportunities like the Fulbright program is a major part of being an HSI. The university was acknowledged for its support of students, scholars, and members of the Fulbright program in the 2022-2023 academic school year. I'm Carly Siegel, AZPM News. Carly Siegel is a University of Arizona journalism student working in the AZPM newsroom. And that's it for today's edition of the AZPM News Daily. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.